Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. All right, in today's session, we're going to be talking about strategies for increasing a customer's lifetime value. Now, the problem is, if you're not focused on the customer's lifetime value, you may be focused too much on only forward focused. What's the problem there? If you're only looking at new customers, if you're only paying attention to acquiring new business, then you could be gaining in the front and losing in the back. And that's that's a big challenge. Yeah, it's like trying to fill a bucket that's got a hole in it, right? So you're adding water, but it's dripping out the bottom and it's going to be a never ending process. So you want to make sure that, you know, that's all filled in and you're going to keep those customers, but not only keep them, grow them with your business. Right. So Kenny Harper here joined with Manny Torres. And in this session, we're going to give you some ideas that you can implement in your business to increase the customer's lifetime value. Every customer that comes through your door is going to be doing business with you. And when they're doing business with you, hopefully you've got your business set up where you're making some profit. Now, if you can increase the number of transactions that someone does while they're in working with you or elevate the prices that they're, they're spending when they're working with you, keep that customer for longer, then that is going to increase the lifetime value of a customer. When you have a higher lifetime value of a customer, that gives you a lot of options. Number one, it makes your business more profitable. And number two, it also gives you the ability to invest more into acquiring a customer. Why is that even something to pay attention to, Manny? Uh, You may have heard that uh, Jeff Bezos had said, the person who can spend the most to acquire a new customer wins. And that's why you'll see Amazon win a lot of battles because they're able to lose money on the front end because they know the lifetime value of a customer is very high. So they're investing a lot more money to acquire that customer. And if your business is going up against another business like Amazon or even a local business that's going to be able to invest in their acquisition of a new customer, they're probably going to beat you out. Right. So Amazon is a great example because here you have a company that is willing to lose money to get a new a new customer. They'll give something away. They'll give a uh, maybe a gift certificate. Maybe they'll give an iPad or a tablet or a membership. They'll give money out to acquire a customer because they know as soon as you get in their Amazon funnel that they're going to remarket to you based on your interests and you're going to at some point buy or at least they know the numbers enough to know that it's in their favor. They know the lifetime value of a customer. So that's really important. It's really easy to calculate the lifetime value of a customer. It's simply how many transactions does an average customer make in your business um, per year? Think about that. And then what is the average price that a customer spends when they're having a transaction? And then how long, how many years does that that customer typically stick with your business. So if you calculate and multiply all those numbers together, 
you're going to come out with the customer's lifetime value. Again, that's great. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks for the, the math lesson, right? But we're going to be talking about the how to do this and give you some ideas. And I'll, I'll start with the story of Sandra, who's an esthetician, and she was making some money in her business by providing a done-for-you service. Basically, she helps people with their skin. And when they're coming in, they, they do a service that helps people get that effervescent glow. <laughs> it's really great. But what's the challenge with the done-for-you model, Manny? Uh, you're limited, especially if you're someone like Sandra that is basically has only so many people that she can get in front of on a, a daily basis. Basically, she is constrained by the number of hours that she can work. Uh, so there's a limit to how much she can make there. Right. So it's, if you're trading your time for money, there's a limit. And so then you could think, well, I could, I could hire more people and then, you know, I'll make a little money off every transaction that somebody comes to the door. Um, and that, that works for some businesses, but there's, there's still a challenge there, especially from like an esthetician. If you have a brick and mortar and people coming to your store, where's, what's the challenge with that? You have a few challenges. One is that you're going to be managing people and people are always an unknown. So it's going to be tough to uh, manage a group of other people to do work and make sure that it's the same quality that you have. But also just in terms of uh, the amount of demand that's there for that specific service. Typically, there's only going to be a certain amount of demand in a location. Right. So you, you may have owned the market share, um, but you're going to only have so many people could serve it at any one point in time and it may be costly to open up new branches so we like to think about what are other ways that you can offer your product or service and some of those things could include a done with you or a do-it-yourself sort of um, model which depending on your business some of these ways of doing business are going to make more sense. Now, if you're um, an esthetician, you're actually doing stuff with people. You're kind of doing it for them, but you're, you're doing it with. But you could coordinate a workshop and have a lot of different people come in to learn how that they can keep their skin glowing, eliminate acne, um, reduce signs of aging, and it's one to many. And that's really powerful because you, you're giving them the instruction, they're using the product, and you're maximizing your time by working one to many. That's true, Kenny. And another great point about that is you can really start to increase the demand, which means that you'll be able to elevate your pricing. So if you happen to do a workshop for uh, soon-to-be brides and you show them all the great techniques and services and uh, products that you provide, and then you get booked up, now you can start to elevate the pricing that you're charging in addition to being able to sell them products on an ongoing basis. Right, so if, you're, if you service one person per hour or you can service 30 people in that same hour, is doing the math, right? You might not be able to charge as much for a workshop as a service if you're working directly with somebody, but the numbers will help increase the, the value that you can you can provide there. Um, do it yourself. So what if you just sold the product or the kit and then you provided some training or some resources that they can use the product on their own? And then you can expand your market not only to your local area, but all really around the world. 
Right. And we've seen people do this in all kinds of industries and service areas where they simply record their proven process and then they're able to sell it and let someone else implement it in a different area. Exactly. So we follow this approach ourselves and we help our clients build done for you, done with you and do it yourself models into their business. So they're playing every ace and they can scale and be more profitable, increasing the lifetime value of a customer. Now, a couple other strategies you may want to consider is just looking at the different segments of your business. So let's say you're a, a what's a good example? We're, we're <laughs> so let's say you're working in the business as a physical trainer and you know that some people are taking your cardio class um, and you have an additional nutrition class that you may want people to to consider, then you may want to invite those people to your other classes. And that's a way that you can expand the amount of business that someone does with you. They say, hey, you did a great job with my cardio, you got me in shape, and now you're gonna help me learn how I could could be better with my nutrition. Right, and you could do the same thing with massage or physical therapy. There's lots of ways in that same realm of wellness that people are going to be interested in similar products and services because they have that same goal of just being a healthy person. Yeah, I was working with one of our clients who's a CPA and she does bookkeeping, she does taxes, and she does, you know, CFO services. And she has some, you know, clients that she's working with that she was doing the bookkeeping, but she wasn't doing their taxes. I said, what if we looked into and saw what services you are offering to your clients and just marketed to them the other services that you provide. A lot of the times it's not that people didn't want those services or wouldn't benefit from those services. It's just at the time, maybe they didn't need them initially. But if you reach out, you can increase the lifetime value of a customer simply by making sure that they know all the different ways you can service them. As you know, Kenny, I, I've done a lot of networking and I was always surprised how many people would ask for a service that I provided uh, when the, I was in a group that they were in. It wasn't that uh, they wouldn't work with me, it's that they didn't know I offered that. So sometimes just letting your customers know other things that you can do is enough to get that business. Right. And you may say, well, you know, I only offer this one service and I don't want to expand myself too much into trying to do other things because um, it'll you know sometimes you could stretch too thin but that's okay because you could build affiliate relationships so you don't have to do the service you can find somebody else who does the service and may be able to give you a commission for being able to resell that um, there's also affiliate software out there or products that you could sell even Amazon has affiliate programs where you can sell products um, such as books or materials or products that would be related to your industry and you can make a commission off Amazon's fulfillment. That's a great passive easy way that you can do that because people are busy, they don't know where, where to look and if you have some resources that they can look at and purchase from, it saves them time and effort and they're going to thank you for it. Right, so that's a great way. We're talking about the different models of done for you, done with you, do it yourself creating those, looking at the different segments of your business and really you know, segmenting your customer list, making sure that you've 
promoted your other products and services to them, creating affiliate relationships. And the last strategy we'll share is bundling. And it's really bundling products together, services together to elevate the average transaction amount per customer. Um, if you think about, you know, would you like fries with that? Would you like an apple pie? <laughs> you know, it's not about just as much money that you can make. It's not about all self-serving. Customers are coming to you for a reason because they have a, a challenge, they have a pain, they have something they desire. And if you can help your customers more by bundling things together, giving them more value, and you make more money in the process, that is a win-win. Right, and back to the esthetician example, uh, if she was doing a service and bundled in some of her products and gave a high perceived value, now those products wouldn't cost her that full amount, but this would be a great way for her to get her clients introduced to some of those products, and then what's gonna happen, they're gonna like it, and they're gonna wanna use it again and again, and now not only have you increased the value of that one transaction, now you've got recurring transactions that are gonna come by them reordering those products. Excellent. So now it's time to put it into action. What is one idea that you can take from this session to implement in your business? We say it all the time. If you gain new ideas, that's great. If you know new things, awesome. But unless you're actually implementing them, it doesn't really count. So take one idea and then write it down and commit to implementing it. Just give it a shot. It could be a small one. It could be a bigger one. Take the first step now. And we invite you to connect with us on Facebook, our Growth Amplifiers page, and request our Money Planner Guide. This guide will help you outline a plan to increase the lifetime value of a customer, and we'd love to share it with you. So simply go to growthamplifiers.com and connect with our Facebook group. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.